Hi everyone, this is Kevin Smith. And Brian Belter. And Liz Belter. Welcome back to the podcast, Liz. Thanks. Yeah, it's uh, great having my little sis in the room. I like getting to hear what she's got to say too. And uh, today, a uh, special treat, she's going to do the readings for us from Exodus chapter 31, verses 12 through 18. And the Lord said to Moses, You are to speak to the people of Israel and say, Above all, you shall keep my Sabbaths. For this is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that you may know that I, the Lord, sanctify you. You shall keep the Sabbath because it is holy for you. Everyone who profanes it shall be put to death. Whoever does any work on it, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is a Sabbath of solemn rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on the Sabbath day shall be put to death. Therefore, the people of Israel shall keep the Sabbath, observing the Sabbath throughout their generations, as a covenant forever. It is a sign forever between me and the people of Israel that in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. And he gave to Moses, when he had finished speaking with him on Mount Sinai, the two tablets of the testimony, tablets of stone, written with the finger of God. Well, that was a pretty cool reading. I knew about the Sabbath. Obviously, we've heard that word a lot. But there were some things in there I was I didn't remember. I know it's been a long time since Kevin and I have actually said, oh, I didn't remember that part. But in this, I don't remember that part. So I hope we can dive into some of these little details here pretty pretty good. Yeah, I know that it, I mean, it's there's some pretty s- serious consideration for the Sabbath day here. I mean, it, whoever does any work on the Sabbath day shall be put to death. Yeah, that's a pretty strict penalty for breaking a, a rule, uh, a command. Well, it is a commandment. It's one of the commandments, obviously. But yeah, I don't know where it. We've heard so far strictly where it said, "Hey, if you uh, if you covet your neighbor's donkey, you will be put to death." You know, it's that's right. Uh, <laughs> but yet we always hear that, like you know, on the Sabbath day you should do no work. But yet, I mean, we do. We um, so. <laughs> well, that brings it. That brings it to the gospel. Is I mean, Jesus Christ performed miracles on the Sabbath, and it upset the Pharisees at that time. And you know, Jesus confronts them directly and says, "Should I not do these good signs and good works on the Sabbath?" And again, just the fact that Jesus existed, died, resurrected for our salvation negates the necessity of some of these Old Testament laws, such as. Uh, such as this Sabbath day rest. Yeah, I mean, it's all about the new covenant when it comes to that. Uh, Jesus just, you know, he upset the entire original order of things. There's a new way of doing stuff. His commandments are pretty short and sweet. <laughs> I do like, too, that at the end of this section, we did hear that at this point is when God finally gave Moses the tablets. Yeah, and it's just like one sentence. Like, oh, by the way, here's these stone tablets that I've been telling you. Like, so, just, so, here you go. <laughs> so, yeah, so earlier in these earlier chapters, you know, um, in all the, all of the twenties, all the chapter twenties, we get to, we're hearing what the Lord is saying to Moses and their conversation and, and learning the laws and learning the commandments. But now the God finally says, here is the physical tablet written in the finger of God. That's, that's awesome. So in any of these chapters that, you know, we kind of skipped around, because obviously you guys can't include every single chapter, is there any other chapter that elaborates on any of the other commandments? This is the only one that is elaborated upon. 
So far, this is the only one that we've read an elaboration. Again, I'm not going to say I've memorized every single verse of Exodus, but to the best of my knowledge, I mean, Kevin, does that, do you remember reading anything else about the specific commandments and kind of explaining a little in further detail yet? At least not in the last few chapters. The last few chapters have been mostly about some of the uh, worshiping trappings, uh, you know, the consecration of the priests, the Ark of the Covenant, things of that nature. Uh, and it's been less about the actual Ten Commandments. And it's just, I don't know, it's sort of interesting because it kind of goes to show what we as uh, post-Christ Christians sort of pull from the Old Testament and actually spend a little more time on than other things. Because if you think about it, to the Israelis at the time, everything that's going on right now that God is telling Moses, uh, and even for the Jewish people today, it's all of the same import. Uh, the Ten Commandments don't really rise above or below, but for us, the Ten Commandments are something that we pick out as uh, something of a firm grounding of the old, uh, the uh, the old ways that we can point to and still see some some parallels to what we look for today. Yeah, I guess I've never considered that too closely until you just said that. That the uh, the Ten Commandments, yes, we use that kind of same code uh, in our current law you know, that we have in our secular law, uh, you know, we, we don't murder, we don't steal. Um, we try not to take things of our neighbors and, and, and that. Uh, but again, if we're not practicing Jews, we don't know or focus on, you know, food laws or on, you know, the different consecration rites and cleaning yourself before temple and, um, you know, things of that nature. Cause they don't concern us cause we have a, a new covenant. And mm-hmm. again, it abolished the need for the law. But I guess, and then it's the same way it kind of did abolish our thinking on the law too. We don't really ponder it and study it the way that uh, the Jew, the pre-Christ Jews, you know, did that we don't have to do. Right. I kind of answered my own question too, just by reading the little uh, footnotes that the Lutheran Study Bible gives you. That so you just got you know all these chapters previous to this one just got through discussing all the parts of like the tabernacle. Um, so it says. You know, this section explicitly reminds Israel of what the instructions about the tabernacle signify, remembering the Sabbath day. So it's like, that's why we're coming into this again, because we just got done with all the tabernacle and altars and of incense and bronze basins. And so now we know the reason why they had to be particular on all those things, because this is uh, in preparation Mm -hmm. for this, this most holy of days that's supposed to be set apart. Kind of harkening back to our conversation with, you know, Christ, you know, coming in and, and, you know, we no longer observe the Sabbath in the same way. So it's neat here that we see in this little section that the world was created in six days and on the seventh day, God rested. It paralleled right here that six days, you know, we shall toil and on the seventh day, you know, we should rest and keep it holy and set it apart. And, you know, it's a pretty important parallel that they make here. But again, we come full throttle (laughs) to the New Testament. Again, we mention this all the time, but it is very important for us as Christians that now that we are in the New Covenant with Christ, that uh, observing the Sabbath is no longer, you know, that we don't practice it in the same same way. Uh, We do still have our day of worship and our day of 
jubilation, celebration, th- prayer, and thanksgiving. Uh, but we don't have these very, very specific laws and regulations. Right. So while, yeah, there's some pretty drastic uh, punishments for disobeying this commandment, uh, we see two punishments here, really. Uh, what does it say, Liz? On- so it says, whoever profanes shall be put to death, but just whoever does any work on the Sabbath day, that's when their soul shall be cut off from among his people. Oh, so they do make a distinction that if it's if you profane the Sabbath day, which uh, I'm assuming that is do something uh, wretched, evil, I, I don't know exactly what that means, but yeah. if it is profaned, then you shall be put to death, and if uh, you know you violate it in another way, what it says you be what is it the soul is, shall be cut off from his people. Mm-hmm. Kind of sounds like excommunication to yeah, me. Yeah, because it says here again. I'm reading you know the little footnotes of the Lutheran Study Bible here. You know it says you know suffer some other kind of separation from covenant benefits. That's pretty harsh. That's well, the benefit of the covenant yeah. is that I am the Lord and you are my people. Yeah, and I'm that's... cutting you off from that. Like, Ooh, that's man, that is intense. So, key thing to remember here. Uh, keep the Sabbath holy. Yeah. Don't violate the Sabbath. And don't profane it. Whatever you do. Well, I think that's going to pretty much wrap up the podcast for today. Uh, as always, towards the end, we do want to remind you, uh, we're coming up on our very last Lenten service tomorrow. Uh, and we do have services at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. With a dinner at 545. Very special dinner hosted by the elders. I say very special just because I'm involved in this one. Uh, very, we're doing the, the grilled meats, you know, uh, bratwurst and hot dogs and, and some good sides with that too. So come join us 545 for that celebration. But also, during the Lenten season, we do not neglect our weekend services. So we still have our Saturday evening service at 5 p.m. And then we have Sunday morning at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. With an hour-long Bible study and Sunday school period from 9.15 to 10.15 every Sunday. And as we end today's podcast, if you would please bow your heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you once again for bringing us together to read, study, meditate, and and talk about your word. This is such a blessing that we get to do this uh, each and every day. Uh, Thank you so much uh, for Kevin and I, this experience to grow together uh, in your word and with each other. And thank you so much for bringing Liz into the podcast today to to bring her insights and her unique perspective on everything that we we see in your word. God, help us to remember as we read through these passages about the the specialness of a Sabbath day. As Christians, we typically celebrate on a Sunday morning. Help us to, to keep this in our heart that we are to focus on you, to worship you, to praise you, to sing about you. And that we should not only remember this on Sundays, but to keep this in our hearts at all times, throughout our lives, throughout our days, weeks, months, to always focus on you and what you have done for us and will do for us in those final days. Lord, all these things we pray in your name. Amen. Amen. And thank you for joining us today. And just a reminder, all scripture readings and references do come from the English Standard Version of the Bible. Thank you. God bless.